everyone, everybody. That's right. If you're hearing my voice, it is another magical episode of The Coven Podcast, where, like the Animation A-Team, today we're talking about anime. But we're doing it from the standpoint of anime's kind of uh, not the most feminist <laughs> medium at all times, but maybe there's some points where it can be. Let's let's look into it. I'm your host, Daily Wilhelm, The Witch's Wavelengths. Joining me today is... Courtney Tuckman. And... Matthew Yab, The Druid of Depression. Depression. So, you know what's not <laughs> depressing? Anime, usually. I mean, there's a lot of sad plot lines within anime, but typically it's very sparkly, it's very colorful, a lot of stuff is happening on screen, and that's definitely why I was attracted to it as a child. Um, but now that looking back on it, I think, I don't know if I was like negatively influenced by anime as a kid. Um, the main stuff that I would watch was like shonen anime, which is not meant for little girls necessarily. <laughs> it's more aimed at like boys who are into fighting and violence. The definition of shonen. You know, Dragon Ball Z was my very first one, and you mm -hmm. know, 20% of that is just like powering up and <laughs> getting ready to fight. And then you have two female kids, you have Bulma and Chi Chi. Look at all that mm. representation. All that mm. representation. So as a child, I struggled to find a lot of representation of women, period, dot, within a lot of the anime that I watched. But then as my, my viewing expanded, it changed, and there was a lot of women in the anime, but that doesn't mean that they were represented very well. Yeah. Anime is kind of... So I don't, I don't profess to be like an anime expert. Courtney, you've you've seen at least we checked your anime list. You've seen at least what was two hundred anime? Whoa. Yeah, like well, counting like s second seasons and third seasons and hardcore. movies. Hardcore. Hardcore. It just means I don't have a life, you guys. <laughs> I've seen six. <laughs> so yeah, well, so the ranking here is Courtney's anime goddess. I Aww. am some kind of anime deity, and then we have. Matt, who is is looking off in from the outside. <laughs> You're like a demigod, and I'm like one of the peasants who like tries to worship <laughs> you and still does poorly somehow. <laughs> like, but I specifically wanted you on this podcast though, because you have the unique perspective of not being immersed in all the weirdness that is anime. Wow, I'm so unique. So, like, initially when you went on the anime journey, as we all go on mm. one day, how, what was that like? Because there's, there's a certain anime puberty. There's there's a certain <laughs> stigma I think attached to anime well yeah so i started out with jojo's bizarre adventure it was That's about a, a year ago a yeah starter. uh a friend of mine recommended it he was like it's the best thing ever and i my whole life had kind of gone for like oh anime is like a weird thing like just because everything i'd ever seen of it was very odd other than like pokemon when i was a child i don't even really remember what was going on other yeah. than i was like charizard cool but uh and it was just everything I found so odd. I found the fact that, like, the first uh, series of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the only time a woman matters is, like, his uh, wannabe wife is, like, sort of a character, but really they just refer to her a lot. Like, yeah. And so, like, all these things that, like, I kept asking Aiden about. I was like, why is, like, everyone exploding? Like, why is, like, <laughs> why are the fight sequences, like, there's so much, di like, dialogue. Like, that's the main thing that still gets me in anime is whenever an event yeah. is going on, like, a fight or, like, yeah. in Yuri on Ice when they're, like, competing. Like, there's just <laughs> so much dialogue and thought. And I'm like, why can't we just have the action? Like, No, you gotta, you gotta know what's you happening You have to explain it. literally everything. Yeah, everything. JoJo's like, I'm gonna, like, punch him in the face and like I, that way he'll pass out and i will win i'm like yes just do it <laughs> like, but there's just so many things that i found very odd that i guess just does not fit into any other genre so yeah yeah i i do find that that's how a lot of people approach anime who haven't really who are like cautious about it like they just know it's like this weird entity, but then they, uh, and it is my personal opinion that there is at least one anime out there for everyone, Haikyuu. everyone, even old people. Mm -hmm. Like there are, there's, there's one, at least one show that will click. And once you find that one show and yeah. for you it was Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, then it will open up the p uh, other possibilities that anime can have it for me. It was Sailor Moon. Yeah. Nice. For what was it for you, Daily? Oh, man, probably Inuyasha. Just mm -hmm. because that was the first show that I had started watching. I had watched, like, um, Dragon Ball Z. I was watching Naruto. I was watching um, Bleach. But Inuyasha was, like, 
there were a lot of female characters and it was just hey. like a really compelling plot and it didn't like it it like had the fight sequences but there was more in between them as well which i mm-hmm. think was a lot more appealing at the time cuz i was like okay we're explaining this attack and how it works <laughs> again here we go um whereas i think inuyasha even though it is a very japanese story cuz it takes place in like feudal japan and it has like references to japanese history it was like just like dang there's so much i don't know and i want to know more mm-hmm, yeah i say what kind of got me is sort of like you mentioned i basically had always thought anime as itself is just like one kind of genre like all animes kind of are the same i didn't realize that there's like basically genres within oh, anime yeah, sure. like you said i liked jojo jojo's bizarre adventure but i'd say the one that actually did it for me was high q because i realized i really like sports anime <laughs> <laughs> like i think sports anime is so fun and never in my life was i like i want to hear about the friendships of these volleyball players in high school <laughs> like and just how, explaining that as like, like a it'll help them overcome anything <laughs> trust me and so like yeah i i think what most people don't realize who don't watch anime is there definitely is something for everyone because it's just all so different there's an anime for everything yeah when i finally crawled my way out of like the shonen hole i was in <laughs> as yeah. a child i discovered there was anime that was specifically geared toward women hey. namely like um i started reading stuff out of shoujo beat mm-hmm. which is like the opposite of shonen jump it's like romance stories but then i discovered a whole new problem that now that there were women how were those <laughs> women being treated in the anime and manga so my I feel so ashamed, like, admitting this. My favorite manga for the longest time as a child was called Blackbird. And the entire plot centered around, like, there's this girl. She's a totally normal girl. But she is, like, I forget what it was called, like, the sacred peach. And that means that if a demon clan gets a hold of her, if they eat her, (laughs) they'll get great power. But if they do her, then their clan will prosper for a long time. Oh, conflicting. Which do you choose? Right, yeah. (laughs) So her neighbor, her childhood friend that she remembers having moved away, comes back and he's like this suave guy and she like kind of has a crush on him. But it turns out that he's the heir to one of these demon clans and he's like, you have to marry me. This is happening, whether or not you want it. Oh, no. And it's like all of the covers, like I'm going to show you an image. That may or may not be linked in the bio, but all of the art and all of the most, like, titillating scenes are, like, super rapey. This was what you liked? I thought it was romantic. I am shocked. (laughs) I am shocked, Daily. (laughs) This was me at 13, not knowing that, you know, consent is a thing. I say, did you ever want, like, some scary demon prince to come forcibly marry you? Like, is that what you were shooting for? As a child? Because I thought that was, you know, romantic. He's showing that, you know, he wants you just that bad. Like, he means that much to you. That he's going to make you marry him. So that that was, that's the trouble. That's my bane beef with anime is that, like, consent doesn't exist in anime. Yeah. It's, It's glorified, like, that it's better if they don't ask. Because that's just a thing. Like... I forget what it's called exactly, but the trope of, like, someone slamming their hand against a wall next to your head and, like, trapping you there. Like, that scene is, like, really romantic and, like, sexy, Sexy. but it's, like, everywhere. leave me. Just, like, that makes me just want to go for a headbutt, you know? Oh, my gosh. That's the ultimate way out of it. It really is. Bash your head forward. (sighs) But. I went through a similar thing where I watched, in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, once again, I've seen six. I don't have a lot to pull from. Um. They, like, again, JoJo's w- wannabe wife, whose name I can't remember, which shows how important Erica. she was. Probably. Erina? Uh, that sounds more Erina. right. Erina! If, if you shout it, I'll remember. But, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Diablo, Diablo, that's that's not the name. Dio. Dio, not Diablo. That's a great video game, though. Dio uh, just randomly, like, waits for JoJo to show up and then, like, makes out with his wannabe wife to upset him. And I just remember thinking, I was like, not only are we not going to address the fact that she's being, like, forcibly kissed right now, the whole reason we're doing everything with this character and, like, kind of sexually assaulting her is so JoJo can be upset. And, like, that's just weird. Like, I feel like every time, at least in that series and a couple other I saw, a woman mattered, it was inherently just to do something for a man's storyline. Yeah. I think that's become really normalized in anime because a lot of the time it's like, oh, we. it's not only, like, we captured, like, 
your love interest in order to get you to do the thing. It's like that happens in like regular like anime, like a slice of life. Like we're just going to high school, but the bully is like going to try to seduce this girl that I like, whether or not she wants it or not. Yeah. Like it's uh, anime. I think the overall thing is that anime really objectifies women. And that gets especially um, notable in terms of like when the women stop being characters and then they start being like types like there's the big boob yeah. girl type there's like the shy rich girl type like literally if you look at like dating sims like anime dating sims it's like there's guidebooks on like <laughs> this is this type this is the tomboy type this is the sundere type this is this type and then you just browse via that versus <laughs> thinking of them as people I want to be shy rich girl. That sounds funny. I want to be shy rich girl. I want to be the reserved rich girl. But it's like, it becomes so prolific that like, it almost feels like sometimes anime try to, to like check those boxes. It's like, do we do we have this character? Do we have this girl? Check mark off. And I think there's clever ways to subvert that sometimes. But I think for the most part, there's more quantity of anime that's like, haha, we're going to attract people to watch this anime by putting girl with giant boobs on the front <laughs> cover uh then there is like where that's just like not a thing yeah 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 anime 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 it's anime. really it's really hard because i identify myself as such a, like a hardcore feminist but i really like anime and it gets to the point where sometimes it's unavoidable to watch an anime without like a problematic trope like that in there like, no anime is pure, I think. If there was a pure anime, it'd be like... <sighs> I don't think there's a pure anime. <laughs> I, I can't think like, of one. Yeah. I mean, Haikyuu, it's really just like, it, it does not address women at all, so it dismisses women. But like, you know, at least that's just very pure. I think Madoka <laughs> Magica comes very close. Ooh. There's no... They're children, and they're, they're, they act like children. They're treated like children. They aren't really... Too, or I think the only the only exception is the character mommy is kind of sexualized. They got they got some boob jiggle animation in there. Well, and then with but a name like mommy, <laughs> <laughs> it's a normal name. Is it? It is M A M I. Okay, yeah, that's not like mommy. <laughs> There's not a corresponding daddy character. Oh um, god! I think me and my western eyes. <laughs> I really am. I wanted to say psychopath for a second, but then I was like, no, they got some shots of her like walking around after a shower and her friend gets kidnapped in her nightgown. And yeah, she, even, even I could I could think of something, I'm sure. Yeah. But even anime that do Mushishi. That Mushishi. Mushishi's good Probably to women. Mushishi. Mushishi's go. good to women. You go, Mushishi. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> But like, yeah, even even anime where there is like a lot of focus on the plot versus like uh, fan service and gimmicks, mm -hmm. it it still happens. Yeah, because that's just become so normalized. And, and when it happens in to males in anime, like free, yeah, then everyone's up in arms about talking it. about it. Yeah, so free. You can't objectify men like that. Yeah. Which, by the way, Matt, you should watch Free. It's a sports anime. You would I love, love it. sports. <laughs> Splash free. But yeah, free free kind of turned that around because not only is it using like the same tropes like this is this type of boy. This is like mm -hmm. there's uh what's his name? The youngest one is his name Nagisa. Nagisa, yeah. Nagisa. Yeah, they Nagisa. All, they all He's like names. the cutesy kind of shota type mm -hmm. and then there's like the cool one, there's the smart one, there's the kind one. Yeah. And the bad boy. And the bad boy, yeah. He has shark teeth mm -hmm. at all times. Oh. But uh <laughs> Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> but like, even while it's subverting that because it's, like, female fan service because mm -hmm. they're shirtless at all times because they're swimming, which makes sense. At least there's some kind of trope that makes <laughs> sense behind why they would be doing that. But it's, like... They're shirtless at every given yeah. opportunity, even like, when there's no water around. Like, not to discredit the plot of the they're show. They're shirtless in case there's water around. In case. <laughs> in case. Like, not to discredit the plot, but it's it's a fan service show. That's it's fair. Like they, originally, it came from, there was an ad for pools, and it used those characters. And then they were like, let's make an anime from these people that oh we made gosh. for an ad. 
Like, it was just a commercial. Uh, There's a lot of s- scenes where, like, men get mad at each other and they push them up against the wall and it gets, like, really homoerotic. Or, like, someone they almost have to give someone CPR when they, like, almost drown. But, they, no, no, they were okay. They didn't have to. Why are all these swimmers needing CPR that often? Oh, but he drowned in the ocean. It was, like, training and there was a storm. And it happens. It happens. <laughs> It happens. Uh. It's the beach episode. We need the beach yeah, episode. The beach at some <laughs> There's always a beach episode, too, just so you know, Matt. There always oh, is. Oh, I'm here for it. <laughs> there Classic. always is. Um, for the most part, I think I've personally avoided, like, the more problematic tropes in anime for via sure. watching, like, Slice of Life. Because yeah. it's like, they Yeah, there you go. K-On! Uh, Hibiki Euphonium, Kyoto Animation. Yeah. Kyoto Animation, m- for... Half of the time is yeah. good to their females. I would say like, uh, ch- like love Chunibyo and other delusions was like a little too moe though in some senses. Yeah, because it moe. was like obviously <laughs> you don't know more than you. <laughs> Matt's lost. Yeah, that's and okay. like the, the one I've seen almost every single Kyoto Animation show. Um, the one that I've specifically avoided is Tamako Market because it's like it's too it's too moe. Like I just look at it and I'm like. <laughs> Matt, do you know what Moe means? I do not. For cute. other Coven listeners, cute. Basically, it's yeah. like, is it bad to be like, cute? But like, cute for the point of being cute, and no other reason. Like, like it's just a show about being cute. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, but no, it, it does. But it gets, it, 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 there's no plot. Like, really, there yeah. isn't. Oh, and it, it's also trying to appeal to certain people at points yeah where it's like oh look at this moe character she's here to be cutesy and typically those ones are the ones that wind up on pillowcases i see <laughs> yeah not as yeah. fun as i thought and a lot i think in general a lot of moe kind of is like being innocent and naive and then that brings us to lollies, lollies. i know about this one <laughs> lollies so um they're ki- it's weird because you know this character. If you've watched anime via any breadth, there is a little girl character within the show, whether or not she's actually a little girl or if she's like a 6,000-year-old dragon that just takes the form of a little girl. Regardless, <laughs> she is viewed as like being really cute and uh, desirable is a word I'm going to use. Yeah. And I don't mean to use it lightly, but honestly, that's that's kind of the point a lot of the time is that you're supposed to view... Um, this girl as being like pure and innocent and as compared to like other women and that's a better thing Mm -hmm. because like I guess that's other women are bad that's the message here other women are bad but and it's it's a it's a big thing in Japan but because it's been a big thing in Japan I think it's starting to get normalized over here too so uh lolly comes from the word lolita like Vladimir Nobokov's novel which was essentially about like I don't know how old he was like 40 year old man pursuing this 12 year old girl so that's a thing yeah. um, that's the basis of this and uh, weird concept well written book though yeah weird concept good book but I think a lot of people take it out of context in terms of being like this this makes it okay mm-hmm. to like little girls and that it's not pedophilia but it is pedophilia yeah. um, it's like the super cutesy style, which I see why that's appealing, but then it becomes like specifically aimed toward men. Not yeah. it's no longer like a like oh what's that anime Shugo Chara, Aww. which is like it's it's for kids. Yeah, it's for an sure. anime for kids, and they're all like little girls in there, and that's their characters because they are little girls. Whereas Lolly is more in terms of like. In this anime where everyone's grown ass people, and then the, there's suddenly yeah. this little girl. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, why? Mm-hmm. I say, uh, not necessarily a little girl, but something that like I saw uh, or on High School Host Club. Yeah. And there's just this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say kid, but he's not a kid. Yeah, he's the he's oldest the same, one. Uh, he's the oldest one there, and they still just to be moe. It's a term I know now. Uh, they just make him inherently like he has a teddy bear. He yeah. acts like a child. Yeah. Like they go out of their way to make him seem childlike, and they make it then seem like that's a oh that's a fun cute thing, which is just mm-hmm. weird in itself. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole gimmick with Oron is that every boy in the club is a different anime stereotype, which they're very 
upfront about in the first episode when Haruhi first walks in. They're like, so what boy do you prefer? And they, they, get a, they give a headshot of every boy. Like, do you prefer the cool type, the, the silent type, the handsome type, the lolly type? Like, they got, they got all the types. Yeah, they, yeah, I think they straight up said lolly. Yeah. I think um, when, it's, when it's boys, it's referred to as shota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that is also, like, a thing that there, there's anime in various arts that cater <laughs> to, especially women Bo- liking. Bokuno <laughs> Pico. We're not going to talk about Boku no Pico. Do you want to explain Boku no Pico? I would not want Boku you have no to know. Pico, am I right? Uh, well, you know. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you know, uh, if you haven't heard of it uh, by now, uh, it's mostly just become a meme. It's a, it's a, it, well, it's a hentai. If you don't know what a hentai is, I'm sorry. Don't Google it. Uh, I know that one. Uh, it's. Uh, uh, and it's about this um, this little this little boy named Pico who uh, who uh, I don't want to say he has a relationship with a much older man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. But the unfortunate thing is that it is very happens, graphic. Yeah. That like that's a hentai, which it's clearly trying to market toward people who like that. But even in mainstream anime, there are some times where it's like, why is there this massive age difference between two different love mm-hmm. interests? Like, um, isn't it? We were talking about this the other day, Courtney. There was someone from Fruits Baskets. like Yeah, in the manga. Yeah, like her mom. Her, the main character's parents, apparently. Uh, her mom married her teacher uh, while she was still a student. Um yeah, which they totally glossed over in the anime, and I read the. That's I haven't read very many manga from start to end, but that's one of them, and I don't remember that. Yeah, one of my favorite anime is called Usagi Drop, and it's like a very slice of life series about mm-hmm. um, this like thirty year old salary man, and he finds out that his grandfather had had an illegitimate child, and like that's a big deal in Japan, and no one in the family wanted to take care of her after his grandpa died. So he's like, okay, I guess I have a kid now. And, like, it's, like, about him, like, adjusting his life and raising this. I think she's, like, nine, maybe? Like, a nine-year-old girl. But in the manga, the end game is that they marry each other. Oh, I don't care for that at all. She's technically his aunt. Yeah. Oh, I don't care for that at all. Yeah. Yeah, Why? but, like, it was totally normal anime. And then I read an article, and I was like, that hat Okay. Okay, I guess that happened. This might sound like messed up or culturally insensitive, but does Japan just like in real life do they have a thing with sexualizing young girls? Is yes. that like a yeah. yes? Yes. It's so, something that they don't they're trying to change, I know, but yeah. yeah. Japan has a huge pedophilia problem and a lot of that is I think so uh, there's there's a lot of laws about child porn in Japan, but mm-hmm. a lot of them are just proposed laws versus laws that have gone through. Mm-hmm. Specifically, bec- um, there's there's issues with wording. There was this one law that was trying to uh, get rid of child porn, but the specific part that they dropped was porn depicting non-existent youth, which means that depictions of young people in sexual situations are fine as long as they're not based off of a real, real person, person which you can just you can claim that with anything practically yeah um uh, uh, but uh yeah so that's the thing along with um one of my my favorite things out of japan which is called junior idol so idol culture in japan is like singers except you look up to them for like their entire lives like mm-hmm. everything about them and that's like their job is like being that idol and they're typically in groups and a lot of times it's like groups of girls that do the singing and dancing and even if their songs aren't popular it's more about like following them yeah um and their audiences are typically men and then there's this thing called junior idol which is like girls in elementary school groups and they have massive followings of like middle-aged men going to watch them dance in like little skimpy uniforms. And let's not forget maid cafes. And maid cafes, which you know the whole thing is like welcome master and everything. Oh, I don't care for that at all. <sighs> yeah. Uh, supposedly on the Wikipedia page for Lolly, 
um, people get, there's a quote here, people get sexually excited by something and then become used to it. Uh, is This is a quote from someone who works at like an adult store in Japan. So mm-hmm. like imagine an adult store in America and then amp that up like 60. Uh, so they always are looking for something new and get sexually excited by young, immature women. Uh, and this is, this is um, a sociologist said that uh, Kimio Ito, I think her name is, but um, says that at the time, boys felt that girls were surpassing them in terms of willpower and action. However, as the boys believed girls to be the weaker sex, boys began focusing on young girls who were easy to control. Additionally, the young girls of Lolygon exist in media, which Ito points out is a place where one can control things however they want. Well, fun fact, I talked a bit about pe- uh, pedophilia uh, last week on my Pop Tabs episode. Go watch it. Go um, watch it. Plug and it. I'm actually now, it got me interested. And so now I'm writing about it for my poli sci, like final. It's my final project. It's talking Dang. about, yeah, pedophilia laws. So I've looked a lot into anime and specifically in Japan's like non existent child laws. And what's really interesting they've noticed is most people don't start looking at hentai, they start with anime and they see lollies. And like we've talked about, the mind kind of adjusts itself to where when something's taboo, once it gets used to it, it wants something more taboo. And that's not just with uh, porn, it's like with BDSM, anything like that. Anything that's considered taboo, once you get used to it, you go more extreme. And so people who start out with lo- like lo- really enjoying lolly characters in anime are more likely to then switch over to hentai and then to actual child pornography which then if you look into it people who are into pedophilia even though it's not molestation are significantly more likely to go into molestation so really interesting and really problematic trope yeah yeah a lot of a lot of what i found when i was trying to look into this is that like people who self-identify as otaku so like anime fans that that's their life um that like lollies say that you know well these characters don't exist in real life i would never look at a young girl and be like oh there's a lolly right there right but i think that does like transfer over like there was this guy that made a post that even if i could be classified as a kind of anime lollycon it'd never translate into rl real life pedophilia (laughs) this is predicated on the belief that anime lollies do not exist rl I'm just saying, RL has just as many syllables as real life. I'm just <laughs> putting it out there. This is the problematic thing about this statement. But, and admittedly, I think lolly characters are, like, very specifically stylized. Like, anime characters in general, like, you do, you're not seeing people out mm-hmm. with, like, purple hair with, like, the one little, like, hair part, <laughs> that, like, particle that sticks Stays up like up. an antenna. Like, that doesn't happen. I've tried for, RL. I've tried for weeks. I can't get that to happen. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> You just get the alfalfa look. It's 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 hard. It's I know it's hard, guys. We, we gotta deal. Alfalfa my favorite anime character. <laughs> Cory in the house is my favorite anime. <laughs> I love that meme. Uh, but I I think that I agree. It's not like like it's okay to be like I like this anime and I recognize that it's weird that yeah. there's this lolly character in it. But it's a different thing to be like I love lollies. I love I love little girl characters because just saying that like it's as a creepy. sentence it's creepy and if people claim that oh well it would never transfer outside into real life it's like mm, I don't know if that's the equivalency we want to go for. I say people buy pillows of them so clearly there is something in you that desires that type of character. Yeah, hmm. especially because one of the biggest defenses Japan has, which Japan. In 2013, was called by the U.S. State Department as the international hub for the production and trafficking of child pornography. So, not a compliment exactly, but Japan a lot of the time says that they haven't outlawed these things is because it suppresses pedophiles. Mm-hmm. It gives them an equivalency that they wouldn't act on like real girls because they have fake girls. So, to say that, like, Lollycon isn't pedophilia is then like well what about like real pedophiles have yeah. admitted to it so you're not helping yourself here no i just think the idea that you're i like you said i'm it's fine if you like like a character who happens to be a lolly but i think going out of your way to look for lolly characters i think it all just leads to like what we're talking about is that like pedophiles have admitted to it and so like if you are liking these characters because they're inherently like a little girl there's something just inherently in my mind at least pedophilic about that yeah yeah 
Definitely. Mm-hmm. So a lot of what we've talked about is kind of like in Japan, but I think it's being really like normalized in America as well. Some of the most popular anime lately has featured like a lot of lolly characters like uh, Arrow Manga Sensei, which was oh, really popular yeah. a while back. I, was, so, I didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, I watched like someone recommended it to me and I was like, oh, OK. And then I, I didn't read the description, which always read the description, guys. Read the description. <laughs> I say through tears, but <laughs> it's about like she's like 15, but it's this 15 year old girl who lives with her stepbrother. So it's always got that brother sister yeah. thing mm-hmm. that's always mm-hmm. going on in anime. Yeah. That's another thing. I don't, I don't know why, but uh, it's got that brother sister thing going on. But she's like a recluse, and it turns out she's like a recluse because she is secretly a an erotic manga artist so she's drawing super Uh, sexually explicit pictures for her brother's light novels which he publishes i mean give it to them brother sister publishing duo like (laughs) they're very they're very young and the white stripes of manga (laughs) 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 like i'm very proud of them but it's like there's so much about like her underwear being like a main part of the plot and then there's like oh no another like publisher next door who she's like also 15 and she's like a nudist and that's a thing uh, the thing i would i've always wanted to ask people who like defend it is would you watch like a sh- a live action show where it's about a 15 year old girl's underwear and there's a 15 year old girl naked next door because like i feel like most people would be like if it was live action they'd be like oh that's so inappropriate so like i don't see the separation for that in cartoons i really don't yeah yeah true that is um I that's like the same thing that happened with Big Mouth, that Netflix show where they they wanted to make a show about children going through puberty, but they were like, well, we can't do it in live action form, so we'll, we'll do, do it, it in a cartoon. cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I think in in like um, so VR chat is starting to become not as much of a thing anymore. But in VR chat, already you know, that was fast. I know, right? But uh, you know, it's it's essentially what Ready Player One, the movie, like describes. It's yeah. like the oasis. It's like where you can go and interact with people in virtual reality. And it's pretty much universal that everyone on there, their avatar that is like representing themselves is an anime girl. And a lot of the time it's a lolly girl and specifically there's like lolly armies like being formed and it's typically around like one of these characters from so i hate it because it's my favorite anime miss kobayashi's dragon maid well kana 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 kana's a little girl yeah she is a dragon but she's like (laughs) she wants to go to school she wants to go to elementary school she like behaves like a little girl it's not like she's like she 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 is a lolly character yeah she eats butterflies and crabs you've described this to me like three times it'll never stop being (laughs) funny that she's like she's a little girl she's a dragon but she's a little girl (laughs) but she's a little girl (laughs) but and i love her as a character so much but i'm it's terrible googling her it's terrible the things that show up the fan art and various takes on poor kana yeah i mean the argument isn't it always just like she looks like a little girl but she's actually like ancient like yeah, thousands no. of years old. I think she might be, but regardless, like, she is in, like, the child mindset. Okay. She, like, doesn't know all she's her letters a, she's yet. She's a child like, dragon. Oh, no. Yeah. She, yeah. She, she goes to school. She has to wear, like, the little, like, uh, reflective hat before she crosses the street. That's precious. And, like, she's a child. She's a child. But people are making weird art yeah but they're thinking that's like and this is this is not even in japan anymore it's becoming to the point like especially in vr chat where um there was this whole deal where uh one of the most popular streamers that uses her avatar so like this little girl Mm -hmm. um it was this guy named jimmy and every anime girl on vr chat is a man regardless that's that's just an accepted truth but he didn't know this admittedly so it's not on him, but it's on whoever made that model. Kana's model was anatomically correct in all senses of the word. <laughs> so he yeah. didn't discover this until one of his friends who was streaming. So this was up on Twitch for a brief moment before it had to get taken down. But he put down his headset so that his character was effectively on the ground. And Jimmy as Kana walked by and you could see upskirt and it's like... <sighs> 
That's a little girl, guys. Yeah, that's not okay. Someone made that. Someone designed Someone that. Someone put yeah. time. A significant amount of time, probably. Significant amount of time. But I, th- I think... I think it's the biggest danger of, like, anime is, like, not pointing out these things mm. that they're, like, weird and just accepting that, like, oh, it's anime. Oh, it's Japan. Mm-hmm. It's like Japan doesn't even want to be that way. Yeah. Say, the, the, a couple, the main friend who's got me into all the different animes, like, I'm always just like, this is so weird. Just, that's just how it is. Just kind of, like, suspend your disbelief for a minute and just be okay with it. And I'm like, no! I just, I don't, I don't get the mindset that just because it's, it's anime and that they're not real people that we can just kind of ignore the the very glaring issues because once again if these if this was live action no one would ignore these things yeah i mean it, it's one of those things where it becomes it's like a niche thing at her at first like lolly characters were a niche thing at first like big boob girl characters were a niche thing at first and then it becomes like just something that's what it is. in anime even directed at children like it just becomes a normalized thing where you can see it at any point because we're like, oh, it's just anime. That's just a part of anime. Yeah, even in Shugochara, they still had them in the compromising clothing. The characters were in fifth grade and God. and uh, wearing uh, Amu was her the main character. She'd be wearing like barely a bra, sh- booty shorts, bat wings. <laughs> <laughs> As you do. One of those well, things it was is like, not like the other. <laughs> well, you know, it was like, they had, depending on the, uh, it's so hard to explain. They had these little, like, miniature people who would float next to them because they were. Fairly odd parents. No, ah! they, sure, but think of it as fairly odd parents, but if your fairy was, like, who you wanted to be when you grow up. I can't believe the flash would be on my shoulder. That's so cool. <laughs> So, like, but, like, you can borrow each other's fair. Everybody has a different one. So, like, and you can, like, absorb them. <laughs> and you'll, like, be Highly wi- absorb it like a sponge. Like, <laughs> this sounds so weird when I'm saying that loud. I swear it makes sense. But, like, you'll absorb them and you'll get their superpowers and that's how they fight each other. And so, like, she borrows the bad girl's little fairy. They're not called fairies, but we'll call them fairies for the purpose of this discussion. And since it was the bad girl, she the bad girl, she had this like gothic looking with the bat wings and then now all of a sudden she looks just like it cuz she's absorbed her. And like she'll be talking in her head and <laughs> So like, you know, everyone's <laughs> schizophrenic and you can borrow people's <laughs> schizophrenia. <laughs> yes. But then another problematic trope in anime. Also one of the characters in that show whose fairy was a baby. Like an actual, they like wanted she to had, be a baby when yeah, they, they grew wanted up. to be a baby Me when they grew up, and like she had like a little like binky in her mouth at all times, and when she transformed into the when she or when she absorbed her little fairy, she'd be wearing like a a bib, and like and she'd be like. That's too much for me. I just Even need my like. it was weird. I just need my nice boys playing volleyball, like yeah. talking about friendship. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't handle all that. Yeah. I think something we never really noticed too about anime, because again, we're watching it so long that we just come to accept it, is like the outfits are really weird. The yeah. Super weird. How like schoolgirl uniforms have become inherently sexualized. Mm-hmm. Like you can't see one without being like, oh, I've seen some kind of compromising position from mm-hmm. this or there's always you know like the bathhouse episode where it's like don't look at me over the fence oh. i would say n- no one's been able to answer this question for me yet but like why can no one have normal hair everyone's <laughs> hair is like gravity defying it, it or weird colors watch. or like it's you have to know who odd. the main character is i suppose yeah. you have to be able to spot yeah. them yeah from two miles away uh-huh. <laughs> anime, anime anime so like I want to I want to like anime a lot. I think there's a lot of anime to like, but I think as a genre on the whole, it has more problems than it has good. Can which I, yeah. yeah. Can I talk about the Monogatari series yet? Yo, yeah. <laughs> so, um I went into I started watching it in August and finished it in like October. Um I went into it just knowing that it was really popular and had no idea that it was like this holy deconstruction of the harem genre yeah so a little aside the harem genre that's another lovely thing about is it like a harem where you like share wives kind of it's like there's a lot of tropes wherein the 
central story is around like this totally normal guy who's like supposed to represent the everyman character that you're meant to identify mm-hmm. with and then for some reason even though he's not that special he can never be that special there's like six women that are like obsessed with him like yeah. all these six girls at his school so that somehow fall in love with him yeah. and he has to make the choice at the end like which one to go oh. with and you know each girl is a different trope yeah yeah which you know that Orin host club which you mentioned that's like a reverse harem yeah okay yeah. okay i guess yeah um yeah. that's yeah yeah so the monogatari series the tropes that all of the girls have are from direct consequences of their pers- of their actual personality and the people around them and their families and the way they interact with their families um so for example the tsundere um has Do you know what is? No. <laughs> she uh uh tsundere's are like girls who um are initially like really cold towards the main male character and but as the show goes on they're like it's not like I like you or anything. Oh, okay, one of them. Baka. Uh, Baka. I do know that stupid. one. Yeah. Um and then by the end of the series they'll probably end up together, which in in the Monogatari series they end up together rather quickly. Uh mm. uh 13 episodes in or so. Um but she she is weightless, so everybody has a different like supernatural problem with them. Um, she is weightless because of this like uh, sexual trauma that she went through when she was a kid. Dark. Um, she was like nearly raped, and um, she uh, has this supernatural being like that has stolen her weight from her because she won't confront her um, past, and she wants to just bury it. She doesn't want to think about it, and like that's where the tsundere part comes in because the way she has confronted her past has created this sort of like well it's not like i'm like upset about it or anything it's made her cold and distant yeah that that's what's made her into so they really go into like what makes them each trope it does it doesn't expect like you to just accept that like yeah you just have to they're tsundere because they are yeah Mm -hmm. deal with it Uh uh-huh um and so there's a lot of Moe characters. There's a lot of Lolly characters. Um, many of them are both Moe and Lolly at the same time. Right. Um, Potent. One of my favorite characters, um, Nadako, she is, she's probably just mostly the Moe character. She um, is so... When she f- is first introduced for several episodes, too, like, Monogatari series is very long. Um, she is um, kind of boring, you know, like... She always kind of was just like in the background, like I'm the Moe character. I'm the one who's gonna call you Onichan, and like yeah, that's the <laughs> that's something I love. The every everyone's Onichan, which is like older brother, but like uh, a why? lot of the time, if like a character starts calling you that, that means that you're probably either going to they're gonna be a love interest at some point. Mm-hmm. I just, oh god. Um. So one day, and, and this is also due to a supernatural entity, but one day she is like just done with being cute and just completely just completely <laughs> I have to switches feel to yandere it's actually it was an amazing episode like she just she the stress of trying to be moe for so long trying to keep up that moe appearance mm-hmm. it just like exploded and she and she like just went off on her teachers and her friends and everybody and then struck a deal up with the snake god as you do uh, and yeah and <laughs> became <laughs> goddess of a shrine waiting out to kill her uh love interest see i would be into that because like i think the biggest issue with like I-, I feel a lot of the tropes in anime is i feel like a lot of them for like whether you're Sundere or Lolly or whatever, it's just kind of a way to trivialize female characters. And mm-hmm. so to give it, like, a reason and to, like, be like, these women aren't just, like, parodies of themselves. They're mm-hmm. real people who have, like, real reasons for the why they are the way they are. Yeah. I think that's interesting, and mm-hmm. I think that kind of conquers the issue yeah. we're facing with yeah. trivializing women. And I just, women. I love how, because it, the stress of trying to be an anime trope, the stress of trying to be Moe is what, made her explode basically oh yeah and it was so cool man the voice actress just she was like hi i'm not a code what do you think you are like <laughs> it was great we great all voice become acting. hulk hogan um, <laughs> and then there's 
Hachikuchi Mayoi, what a name, who is uh, another lolly character. Um, she is not lolly by choice, though. She's oh no. actually a ghost who um, cool. died on her way to find her mom's house when she was very young. And she's been looking for her mom's house ever since. And they got a GPS, because, of a, like... because she refuses to move on to the afterlife because she's still looking for her mom. Um, she refuses to move on to the afterlife. She actually like almost destroys the world because she refuses to move past the lolly stage. My stubbornness, honestly. Like, <laughs> and she so they actually end up having to like put her ghost to rest somewhere like three fourths through the show. Um, because if she were to stick around any longer, like, the world would have ended. Dang. Me. <laughs> but then, like, but then the main character Me dies overstaying and goes my to hell, constantly. and then he drags her back from hell, and then he switches <laughs> places with Nadako. They take the snake god out of Nadako, and they put it in Hachikuchi, so she, she can be in this series again. Yay. 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 I do, I do like it when anime like is very aware of that, and even even like just the one times where it's like kind of funny, and it's like, oh, I see that this is the Sundari character, where it's like kind of like breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, I I appreciate that, but I think that even then, not enough is still done in terms of like being like, that's boring and overdone and problematic inherently. Um, but I'm gonna have to check out the Monogatari series because this is highly ding. recommend it. Ding! Like it's pretty long, and the watch order is really weird. Like the whole thing is told out of order, which can get really confusing yeah. really fast. You can Anime. also, if you want to, you can watch it in watch order if you want. But like, I would have to do that. I I can't do messed up things. Inception still has me confused. I cry about it sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I'm still like, did it fall over? or Did it not? Yeah, I had no idea what was happening. In that movie. It's it's a great. I would highly recommend the an animation, and it's all very very good. Yeah. And let me think. In terms of anime that's good to women, like do I do I have an example of a recommendation? Um, mm, mm, gotta rock that's my a brain hard one. Here. Like one hundred percent good, no over sexualizing, no or at least notable for the good that it does. Anohana. Mm. That's that's probably a good one. That, that especially features, like, female friendship, mm -hmm. which I think is often, especially in anime, it's like, girls can't be friends with each other. They're just going to fight over boys. All right, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I would, hmm. That's hard. This is I think difficult. Fruits Basket is pretty good to women. Yes. I am mm, erased just because yeah. it's erased. Oh, yeah. And it, it, especially in terms of, like, we were just talking about Lolly constantly, like, there are children in that show they aren't and like lollified though. No, they're not lollified and it's it's directly dealing with like he's not like necessarily like a child rapist, mm -hmm. but like no. the main antagonist is like killing little girls. So well, hardcore. Yeah. So uh it it's directly like being like, Don't do bad things to little girls, please. That's super fair. That's Made in like, Abyss mm. does a pretty that just came out this last season that has a uh uh like uh, little girl, little boy duo conquering a uh, abyss, <laughs> basically. Me, um, <laughs> everything. Uh, and I was never able to conquer the abyss. Oh, no. And they have moments of they don't really like draw detail, but there there are moments of like nudity, but it's not like sexualized nudity. It's like. More, more like um, she was badly injured. We need to like get her clothes off oh, because okay. yeah. she'll. There's, there's, there's a legitimate excuse for that. Yeah, nice. And not just oh, come on, guys, let's take off her shirt. There might be water nearby. Yeah, maybe. Haven't, haven't seen free, but I'm gonna call it out anyway. <laughs> essentially, <laughs> essentially. I mean, uh, not all anime is hashtag yeah, not all anime <laughs> is b not all anime is bad about it, but most anime most is. anime. Most anime. And it, it is really alienating as a female viewer, especially when, I think, for American viewers, because it's less advertised that there's anime that is aimed toward women. And then 
the anime that is aimed toward girls is like hugely problematic. Toradora. Toradora. Okay, yeah, Toradora. Toradora is good. Mm-hmm. Toradora is good. I'm like really going through like the I entire know. catalog of it's everything hard. I've seen in my I brain. mean, it's hard because like we're struggling right now to yeah. like like there's a yeah. lot of like female It's not like I'm coming up with nothing though. Yeah. There's a lot of female characters that I really like, but Ghibli, a lot of the times everything Ghibli everything, does. Everything that's true. That's why Miyazaki hates anime. That's why he said anime was a mistake is because he saw after his movies came out that there were f- like otaku making like fan art like explicit fan art of like chihiro and nausicaa everybody does like people will do people do that with everything though rule 34 yep it's out there like ever since star trek everyone will do that yeah but like a lot of his characters are like young girls yeah yeah i say i've never even seen a miyazaki film and i just what i've seen is all like the one girl from kiki's delivery service and like photos i didn't mean to find just yeah it happens. It really it, it does because the internet. Because I, the internet. Yeah, can I just say a disclaimer? The Monogatari series does not it is a deconstruction of the harem genre, but it very much plays into the genre favorite of sexualizing its women. Like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. have you ever dear dear listeners, have you ever heard <laughs> of the toothbrush scene? Oh no, you showed from me the this. Monogatari series. <laughs> I'm so scared and I don't want to know. You don't want to know. <laughs> if you know, if you want to know what's wrong with anime, if you want to know just the essential summary of everything that we've just talked about here, go watch the toothbrush scene go from the Monogatari Be series. careful. Be careful. But go watch it. But go watch it's it. It's also kind of hilarious though, but also go watch it. But it's it. also a thing. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so yeah, I think, I think anime can do good, but I think mostly it does bad in terms of like representation of women um at this juncture i think that as more women get into the industry things can improve but right now it's kind of unheard of i know it was a big deal that um a woman is directing boruto which is a the naruto Naruto spinoff yeah and that's like a really big deal there's not a lot of female directors especially female directors of like shonen series that are made for like men and boys Mm. but i think things can get better but I think it's important to point out the situations that we're in now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Anime. 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 But this was not the Animation A-Team. <laughs> this was the Coven Podcast. I forgot. <laughs> and I have been your host, Daily Wilhelm, the Witch of the Wavelengths. Joining me today was... Courtney Tuckman. And... Matthew Yap. Abyss. He was made in Abyss. <laughs> he never conquered the Abyss. Really did <laughs> but, not. Uh, Thank you guys for listening today. You can find all our other podcasts here at ByteBSU.com or on our SoundCloud at The Ball State Daily. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on YouTube. And we're on Facebook at ByteBSU. So um, please don't post the toothbrush scene there. But if you find our Facebook post of this, comment how we ruined your life. Yay. Uh, Yay. Ruining lives. Join us again next week where we're sure to do it all over again. (laughs) 